Prior to the onset of the Russian invasion of Ukraine on February 24th, the world was already grappling with historically high food prices and shortages. That food crisis has only been exacerbated by that senseless war and repercussions are being felt strongly in the MENA region. Hello, this is Rami Yakub. I'm the executive director of the Tahrir Institute for Middle East Policy, also known as TIMEP. Today, I'm joined by Mayesh Belli, the Middle East correspondent at the Thomson Reuters Foundation. Her coverage focuses on climate change, inclusive economies, and tech and society across the Middle East. Maya, thank you for being here. Thanks so much for having me, Rami. Four days into the war, you co-authored a very timely piece titled Ukraine War Threatens to Make Bread a Luxury in the Middle East, in which you discussed how the rising price of wheat is affecting the MENA region that depends heavily on Russia and Ukraine for this key resource. First, let me ask you, could you give us a brief overview as to how the war in Ukraine is affecting food security in the MENA region? Thanks so much for the question, Rami. Um, on its face, it shouldn't seem that a conflict in Europe would have such an immediate and painful impact on the ability of Middle Eastern families to put food on their table. But that is, in fact, what happened. Many countries in our region are highly dependent on food imports, including essential items like wheat and vegetable oils that are used in cooking. And Ukraine and Russia both happen to be among the top exporters of both. So when the conflict broke out, it disrupted not only the supply, but also the shipping routes. So that sent prices for wheat and vegetable oils and even fuel for cooking skyrocketing. So for Middle Eastern countries with strained government budgets or for families living there with tight budgets themselves, that means they can no longer afford the simplest food items. And it's important to note that this comes just before Ramadan, which is the Muslim holy month of fasting, in which food, and especially gathering with your loved ones around food, has an extremely important role. So to have prices rise at this time, this much, is particularly painful for those families. Without a doubt, many countries have been affected, but can we uh, get uh, your opinions on what's happening in Egypt? Sure. I mean, as, as many of you might know, bread is known as Zayish, which means life in Egypt. So you can tell immediately how synonymous those two are in Egyptian society. Egypt relies really heavily on Russia and Ukraine for food imports. 50% of its wheat imports come from Russia and another 30% come from Ukraine. So it's trying to find alternatives now. It's in talks with Argentina, India, France, and the U.S. to substitute those imports. It's got its own reserves that it's built up, and it's also hoping to procure 6 million tons of wheat from the local harvest. But that's at the big picture level. On the ground, the reality is much more painful. Nearly a third of the population lives below the poverty line. Flour prices have already gone up at least 15%. Unsubsidized bread has gone up 25%, and the government has set a rare cap to prevent further jumps there. Subsidized bread does remain at five piastres, but everyone's on the edge of their seat waiting for the government to bump that up as well. Yeah, speaking of um, reserves, what's happening in Lebanon? How is it uh, dealing with this? Yeah, Lebanon's economy, as many of you know, has been in this nonstop downward spiral since the fall of 2019. And food security has actually already been a victim of that crisis. Imports are paid for in U.S. dollars. And with the severe devaluation of the Lebanese pound against the dollar, the economy is running low on the greenback. Then you've got the explosion in August 2020. It actually destroyed Beirut silos, which were the largest storage space for wheat and other grains. So Lebanon doesn't have that stash of reserves it can rely on like other countries. All that to say that Lebanon was no stranger to food security by the time that Russia invaded Ukraine. 
It imports nearly 60% of its wheat from Ukraine, so the spike in global prices triggered an immediate panic. People were rushing to the supermarkets, they were stocking up on bread, so there were immediate shortages in the supermarket, and that fed more panic. And at the same time, bread was actually becoming more expensive. So Lebanon's government has long set caps for the price of bags of that staple pita bread. Before the crisis, a 900-gram bag of bread cost 1,500 Lebanese pounds. But since the crisis took hold, the government has both decreased the size of the bundle and increased the price on several occasions. So just yesterday, at the end of March, Lebanon's economy ministry announced a new price of 11,000 Lebanese pounds for an 815-gram bundle. So that's about seven times more expensive for less bread. The government's message throughout this time of crisis has really been focusing on this idea that there's no problem with food security, they're securing wheat from other places, people shouldn't be panicking, but that isn't really reassuring very many people who have been living through the crisis. And the numbers from the World Food Program also seem to back that up. 46% of Lebanese are food insecure, and a full 50% of the Syrian refugee population in Lebanon is food insecure. If you measure from the crisis until now, food prices as a whole have increased 11 times. So already you've got these crazy prices increasing and people are worried about what might be yet to come. Tough times ahead for sure. Maya, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your reporting and looking forward to your future articles. Thanks so much, Rami. It was a pleasure. Take care.